In addition to the normal podcasting and commentary I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be shining spotlight by interviewing individual players as well. And this can be pretty much about anything. It could be competitive players, casual players, map makers, really anything from anybody who seems like they sort of have particular interests within the Team Fortress 2 community. And for this one, I'm going with a longtime friend of mine, a uh, pretty longtime comp player, and somebody who has a lot of insight of their own to offer. So as you can see here, we got some cat pictures, pretty respectable. If you know the person, or if you're looking up at my screen, uh, you, you also know at this point, or, or at the title, but that's besides the point. I'm the main character. Here he is now. Wolf Teeth, also known as Darcy. As you can see here, you got Steam Profile. Very taller individual. Sources cited, myself. As you can see, little short description section. You can see some items. You can see Steam Group's cats. I approve. I like cats. This is cats and hats. And uh, here you can see some Steam artwork. I'm probably not going to look at that one. It's not appropriate for all audiences. I respect it. But uh, you can see some artwork over here. Pretty scoutalicious, and you got some sniping action too. A little bit of a dab. Mm, you're going to lose some social credit score for that one, I'm afraid. Here you have UGC history. Quite an extensive history, really. And uh, Darcy, if I may ask, what initially got you into competitive? Oh, that's... Hello. Um, that's that's an interesting story. Um, I got my start playing... Okay, wait, first I need to clarify one thing. The artwork on my profile that's not approved for all ages, it's just regular TF2 artwork that got that got filtered for some reason. Okay, now that that important fact is out of the way. <laughs> I'll uh, have to consult the, the advisors on that one. We'll, we'll review it. As uh, you were. So initially, I got my start um, in TF2 is... Was I was hanging out um, on IRC, as you do, chatting with people, and one of the friends was a gamer and into TF2, so I started playing TF2. And I joined the server he was on, um, which... And this would have been like 2011, 2010, 2012, 2010, I think, which is fucked in the head, um, fifth. Yeah, it says here that you are uh, fucked in the head. <laughs> Would you clear yeah, to, yeah. Clear to I, clarify? I saw the name for the community, and I was like, oh, yes. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Fifth is a broader community, and they're not just TF2. Um, I think a lot of comp players just thought they were a Highlander team, which is not entirely true, but yeah, I joined <laughs> Fifth, um, enjoyed a lot of TF2, and I heard there was competitive. And this was just, here's how old this, how old this was, like, Sevo was still a league at the time. Wow, that's quite a long time ago, yeah. I mean, I think it wasn't like it's death throws, but like, it was a league. Um, so I looked into competitive a bit, and at the time I like only played scout and literally nothing else. That's not an exaggeration. Hmm. Did you, uh... Um, and what... Sorry, go on. And I went to like the UGC to look around, and they learned that scout is immensely popular. Um... And at the time, I had pretty bad anxiety, so I was- I still have pretty bad anxiety. So I was like, okay, I don't want to try out for Scout. I'm just going to make my own team. Um, because I don't want to try out for Scout, which was 
I guess it was, I thought that was a logical action. I don't think it was, but you know. Um, so that's how my iteration of the fifth Highlander team started. And what kept you going on a fifth for so long, Highlander-wise? Um, I mean, a number of things. Like, I think the fifth community was genuinely very nice. Um, I played with a lot of the friends, because, like, how the team started is I went to all the best players on the server, and I was like, hey, do you have time to do this thing? Like, it's on Mondays, we'll probably practice a couple of nights a week. Just, like, be a basic friend team. So, uh, if I might ask, how do you feel about Screamy Bingus? Uh, uh that's, that's... Wait, is that a team, or is that... It, it's a team, it's an idea, it's a place, it's anything you could have wanted to be, but yes, Screamy Bingus is Scrunchy Bunch. What do you gotta say about that? Scrunchy Bingus, so... Not the team, just Screamy Bingus. Just Give us Screamy Bingus? Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure I have anything to say about Screamy Bingus, I... I'm not hip to the recent memes, I'm sorry. It's not actually Bingus. Oh my, that's so cringe. I'm so, I, can't, I can't. I'm sorry, audience. I... It's not Bingus the cat. Uh, so anyways, let's uh, go on. With that being showcased, let's move on to some casual what we talk about. Yeah. So be rather... Yes. Uh, you got a server in mind? Uh, the server I'm in might actually be full right now. Uh, so you can pick a server and, like, slip me the IP address. Mm, okay. Uh, but I was gonna say, like, what kept me with 5th. Uh, let's go with the Atlanta Payload uh, and Attack Defense 2. Sorry, I was here saying. Um, so it started out as kind of a friend team, and, like, friend teams can be fun when everyone's on the same page, I think. Um, right. And as it kept going, I ended up having to, like, fill, because, like, people who were in 5th would drop in and out. And I ended up picking up a lot of, like, newer players and different people, and a lot of friends along the way. I think, like, at one point, pretty much all my friends were on, had been on the fifth roster at least once. Hmm, I see. So, what was your favorite season of fifth? As a oh, team. It's, it's so hard to choose. There's a lot of... There's a lot of fun stuff, I think, that's, like... Because, like, I feel like every season is unique. Um, that's definitely fair. There was one... It's hard to also remember what happened in which season. All blends together like, after a certain was... point. Yeah, because, like, you showed the UGC thing, I think, that yep. I've been on, like, so many seasons. Mm. Who and is then your... I did RDL for a bit. Who was your favorite teammate, then, on 5th? Oh, God. Um, and I will be judging you. You will be judging me. Important to note. Um, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to choose. Because, like, it's also such a long-running team. Like, Nisha yeah, Mukau was on, like, 5th at one point. Um, and he was a great teammate. Great to play with. Um, I had a friend named Barracuda who was really reliable. Is the uh, or are they uh, bear uh, bear furry? Uh, no. Ah, okay, just a punny name. I respect it. Yeah. Uh. Dreadshot. Wait, do you remember Dreadshot? No. Sank. I do not. Okay. Was 
Uh, he might be my favorite. Uh, but don't tell the others in this course, completely secret podcast we're doing. Uh, totally cut this out. Yep. I'm very okay, trustworthy. You. you can tell me because you can, you can tell I'm trustworthy because I'm saying that I'm trustworthy. No oh, villain would say thank that. God. Of course, um, Dreadshot was a sniper who lived in Denmark. Oh, um, so European dot. Yeah, and he always had the high ping. Um, but he also had like a really weird sleep schedule. So like he just played North American Highlander. Sounds like a true gamer. You know, I respect it. That that sounds like a meta choice given the context. Yeah, it was. I mean, he doesn't play TF2 anymore, but he was a great teammate, a lot of fun. Um eventually he um he got too good for the fifth team, basically. Ah. Um and went to the Yeah. Hey, when that happened. Yeah. But I mean it's nice to like see that your friends are doing well. Oh yeah, for sure. It's kind of like a natural part of progression as well. Like some people are just gonna go ahead of others. Like you're not usually gonna see the entire like same roster stick around, but it is always nice when it happens. Yeah, so, the um, team sorry. No, continue, continue. I was gonna say part of the reason the fifth team never really advanced is like it was a choice I would have had to make, if that makes sense. Right, like you don't want to have to cut out any friends. You just want to be able to ha play with the same people that you initially started playing yeah. with. No, I def I respect that, and I feel like that's something like a lot of teams don't really adhere to these days. Like I feel like they, they just don't have as much in the way of principle anymore. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there is something to be said for like, like Froyotech and um, what's their name. I don't watch competitive Highlander anymore. I'm sorry, everyone. Honestly, that's or fair. Or competitive sixes. Uh, I, I'm assuming you'd be talking about maybe somebody help for Highlander. They've stuck together for like, with the same roster for a bit, like same roster-ish for a bit now. Yeah. Yeah, but there's something to be said for like getting to be like the top, where you like, like having your roster based off who's the best. Like I think Froyotech has that yeah. going pretty well. And I believe for a while, like. At least in Pearlander, it's just like they'd pick up some of the best competition from time to time. It's a yeah, basically. Strat. It's a business 101. <laughs> Acquisition. It is! It's it is. It's it is a bit more like a business transaction than like a hobby, and like I respect that, but like, I don't know. Yeah, it's not the sort of team like everybody's gonna run, but it's like you definitely have to respect the legacy, the success. What caused Fifth to eventually die as a team, anyway? Um, uh, there's a lot. What year did it die? What was it? It's it's a little bit complicated. Um, some personal drama, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Part of it, there were a couple of years where I wasn't in charge. Um, someone else was. Um, and then. It was also just a lot of years of like running the team, like having to recruit everyone. Right, and occasion and after a while it just like burns you out and there isn't always somebody to pick up the torch like that kind of happens yeah. with Luigi at Home Depot Esports, yeah. Yeah, like organizing all the scrims, renting the servers. Right. Um By the way, before Serve Me existed, that was a dark time. Oh yeah, what did people do before that? You rented your own server, or you borrowed your friend who rented their own server. Ah, so you basically just had team servers back then. We did! And you could set the password to something horrible, like in Mumble. Oh no. Oh no. You know what this reminds me of, Marcy? What? Zeppelins. 
They just up and died out, you know? They became obsolete. Yeah. The Zeppelin fandom is dying, and it's truly tragic. There was, um... I had some... How do I put this in a way that's podcast-friendly? Hmm. It's not that bad. It's just basically, there was someone in my life at around the time Fifth died who was manipulating me. And as part of that, I dropped, like, a lot of my gaming friends. Um, That's fair, yeah, I imagine that would strike kind of deep, yeah. Yeah, which was not... Sorry to hear that. It is what it is. Things going a bit better now, though? Oh yeah, this was... That's good to hear. Yeah, this was pretty far in the past, and, like, once I got past all of that is when I came back to, like, doing TF2 stuff for a bit. Right, and would that be around, like, the RGL era or so? Yeah, pretty much. So, what, what would you say, like, was one of the biggest issues with UGC back when you played? Um, this might be my paces showing a bit, but I feel like they had a really poor grasp on toxicity. Hmm, no, I could definitely see that, yeah, RGL is just, like, a decent bit more transparent in that regard. Yeah. I I think another thing to note though is that like a lot of the toxicity was like more rooted and hidden back then, like before the age of the Discord servers and group chats and whatnot. Well, I mean, there's still like like there were times like when someone we were playing with used um uh what did they say? Like they said the N word and like Ah, uh, the classic TF2 move. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> nothing much came of it, like, at all. Right, right. When I tried to talk to people about that, and, like... They were complicit on a lot of the issues? Yeah, I feel like they didn't take toxicity as serious as they should have. It's... Mm. Toxicity is one of those things that, like, might not seem super obvious, but, like, it can also, like, really degrade right. a community. And the longer you accept it for, like, the harder and harder it is to ever deviate from that, because it gets seen as, like, an acceptable norm, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's sort of how we see things the way they are today. Yeah. That's definitely sad to hear. But at the least it's a new issue entirely, I guess. The other thing about UGC is, like, there were a couple times where I had the season where I'd have multiple forfeit matches. Um. Sounds wonderful. Easiest season of your life. I just realized I forgot to join the TF2 server you're on. <laughs> we are so professional. No way. You know, honestly, that's fun. fair enough. It's it's full now anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, a good my one. My server had. Never mind. The spot's been taken. It's okay. Um, if anyone wants to imagine what they're missing, just imagine me on Sniper, and I'm bad at it. Oh, hey, there's a spot. You, well, you know what they say, in. you miss every shot you don't take. So, um, what class did you usually play in competitive anyways? Like, um, what, what class did you start on? So, even before competitive, I used to literally only play Scout. Right, Scout. Okay. Um... I don't know, I would not recommend to do that. Like, I think playing different classes is good. Oh yeah, definitely. It really, like, helps you learn more of the game. 
I just, my brain is not wired that way, and like... Built differently. <laughs> uh, you can decide whether or not it's good this bad. Uh, it's um, always can good. I count my hours? I just peaked, I have 1700 on Scout, and the next highest class is Sniper with 700. So, uh, did you ever do any seasons on Sniper back then in UGC? Um, not in UGC. No. That's true. I guess Most that was more of my seasons were, um, on Scout, um, there was, like, one or two on Pyro, and there was one season where I played Medic, because <laughs> nobody else would Medic, so I was like, okay, I'll Medic. How was that? Was it a life-changing experience? It was a life-changing experience that I found Medic very stressful. That's fair. Um, and I think partway through the season, we ended up getting a different Medic. So you were uh, relieved of service. That, that's, that's good. Well, <laughs> mercenary-type beat. Uh, so, yeah. So what was your favorite experience from UGC as a whole? Like, what was your favorite part of UGC, rather? favorite part of UGC? Um, yeah, it's easy to talk about question. the negatives with UGC, but like, what was one thing you think maybe they do better than RGL, or at least that was better back then? Not necessarily due to UGC themselves. Yeah, it's also hard to talk about UGC, because like, they were the only game in town, so like... Right. It was hard, it's hard for me to feel a way about UGC, because it's like, well, they existed. Yeah, but uh, do you have anything that like felt particularly good about it, per se. Um, you could upload icons for your teams. Ah, oh, yes, yes. Individualism. Being able to have art. I respect it, I respect No, somebody made this really sick, like, fifth Highlander logo. So what um, would you say? Oh, sorry. That, that was fun to have. Um, I guess... Mm. Is it weird to say that, like, the thing I like about UGC is that they existed? Like... No, I... Something doesn't have to be the best, you can just be thankful for, like, the time it was during, or, like, its presence, even if it wasn't the best. Like, at a time when, like... Like, we have stuff like Discord, and... Like, uploading, like... TF2 has changed a lot since... And the internet has changed a lot since we've started. Right. Um, and I think UGC was always there, even at the time when it was like a pain in the ass to like do website things and so, all that. So would you say it, it was kind of just like reminiscent of the past, kind of like in a nicely nostalgic way of like simpler times when you're looking back at it? Uh, well, I think what I'm saying is that what I like about UGC is the thing I like about a lot of the comp community, which is that people cared enough to, like, make it and keep it working. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a really thankless, like, it's really thankless work a lot of the time. You just yeah. get critiqued constantly. People offer problems rather than solutions. No, I definitely feel that. Like, someone, I don't know what UGC's financials are like, but, like, somebody has been paying money to, like, keep this league going. <laughs> They got mad backers, yo. They got all the sponsorships. It's uh, definitely interesting seeing them try to like recompete with RGL these days. General Nick on the TFTV thread grind sets. <laughs> uh, I don't read TFTV, unfortunately. That's fair. Honestly, I'm happy for you. <laughs> it's that's it's good for your mental health not to, honestly. Uh so anyways. How was the transition to RGL initially for you? Um, 
I mostly joined because I wanted to try uh, Prolander. Right, right. And so initially, like I joined when RGL wasn't really doing that much. Like they didn't have sixes yet. I joined in Pro. I think it was Prolander season two. I don't think I made it for season one. Um. And how was our deal like back then? I think it was pretty good. Um, Sigafu, Sigafu used to host Discord <laughs> pugs. Right, that's how we met initially, like around 2018 or so with the earlier RGL pugs. I kind of missed those days. Yeah. Felt like a lot more in-house back then. Uh, do you feel like RGL kind of like has declined or handles things differently now? I feel like they... Uh, I feel like they handle things okay. They're a lot bigger. Uh, map is changing. You might be able to get in. Hmm. Okay. Um, There's also an open slot on this one now. Or there was. Oh. Never mind. If you set to auto-queue, you get an I can. I guess I can just queue for yours, though. Um, how has RGL changed? It's, I don't know, it's a lot bigger, and that's noticeable. Hmm. Um, like, they've had to take on more formats. How about well. staffing-wise? Um, there's more of them running around. Um, How do you feel about the old staff compared to the new staff, though? It's it's hard to say. I don't... I'm not going to, like, name... No, I shouldn't name drop anyone. I won't. Um, I was just looking was... for, like, generalistic. Staffing is staffing, and, like, I don't know, it's... It's easy to, like, look back at stuff with rose-tinted glasses. And be like, oh, RGL was better when it was smaller. But, like, even when it was smaller, there were, like, people who were on staff who I was like, really? Is this, right. is this the right best we can do? You'd say it's kind of just, like, stayed the same. The only thing that's really changed that much is just, like, the size of the league and the goals. I guess since it's gotten bigger, it feels a little bit more impersonal and, like... <laughs> That's fair. What do you say that felt a lot like how personal per se did it feel in the earlier days? Did it feel like it really catered to like individual players and team needs? Um I can't say as much about team support, um because I, I was mostly just wor working with like lowish level teams at the time, so Right. Helping out the newer players, that's pretty respectable. Um Oh, this is going to be a controversial take. I'm sorry. Oh, what is it? I, I liked the RGL Discord better before they merged it with the Highlander Discord. No, no, I definitely agree with you there. It just felt like... I don't know. I felt like there was just a lot more, like, worthless spam and just sort of, like, a lack of focus and direction. Like, a lot of the toxicity, per se, like... And I, this is also going to be controversial, but it's, like, a lot of the toxicity, it felt like, came after, like, the Highlander Discord merge. Like, before that, it felt like a lot of the toxicity was only in the Highlander Discord in comparison. And then the Prolander yeah. one was, like, a lot more chilled out. And it was just very focused around, like, the pugs and Prolander had a really nice atmosphere. And, and I mean... Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. You're the person being interviewed. Um, I mean, I understand why they merged discords and, like, I am not trying to dig on the Highlander players. Like, I think in most cases, it's just a few bad, um, a few bad apples, I guess, being loud. Mm, right. Um, 
But like, yeah, I think at that point, it's just one of the things about RGL growing is it's going to get bigger. And with that, you run into more people. And I think there's a more of a chance for negative experiences. I definitely agree, yeah. It's just like, it doesn't matter if you have a, a, like a thousand silent-ish, but like, good influences. If you only have like a few bad people screaming, it's usually going to be much more noticeable and louder. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, we're kind of wired that way. We paid a lot more attention to the negative side of things than any of the positive, yeah. Yeah. So, um, do you miss how Prolander used to be compared to its current state? I haven't played Prolander in a couple of seasons. So. Uh, let me tell you what, it, it just doesn't really exist anymore, and when it is, it's just like a few short weeks, usually on like Highlander-ish kind of maps, Highlander light maps, and then there's no pick bands anymore. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Okay, um, I know Prolander wasn't as popular, but what I, I... And Prolander has done some weird things, but with weapon bands and everything. Yeah. But, like, I like Highlander with two less people. I like that. Yeah, like, for me personally, I kind of missed back when Prolander had its, more of its own identity. I feel like that's one of the things I disliked. It just felt like RGL kind of, like, took a lot of their focus and care away from Prolander when they switched to Highlander. Yeah. I felt like they made changes to make it more in line with Highlander. And that, that was sort of sad. Like, I really enjoyed playing Prolander for the times I did play it. I guess it's just part of the uh, growing PNC. Yeah, I think Highlander is usually the uh, more competitively acceptable format. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Prolander is good, and I think I wish it had more room to grow. But like, it's hard when Highlander is both right there and well liked. Right, and it's like they have to divert resources and ministry both of it. Both of yeah. Them. And then sixes as well eventually. But um I don't know. I like RGL these days. I like what they've been trying to do. Or at least what like some of the staff have tried to do, but that's one of the things that personally kind of like made me sad. It's just like I feel like the merge kind of killed off Prolander, yeah. Or not the merge, like the transition to Highlander. Yeah, it's I don't know. In my like fantasy dream, I guess I wish there had been a way to like reform UGC. <laughs> UGC2, Electric Boogaloo. Basically, yeah, and then... Because then you could have, like, UGC could be focused on Highlander, RGL could have Prolander, and, well, okay, ESCA would have died anyway. Um, yeah. So that would have been a problem. What if we uh, outsourced it to the Australians or Europeans for sixes? What do you think about that? <laughs> I feel like that might cause some ping complaints. Perhaps, but, uh... I think it's a pretty interesting theory, surely. It's uh, totally flawless. Um, maybe, maybe. Can we get <laughs> some test pugs? Yeah, yeah, let's... One sec. I am choking on a popcorn kernel. Oh, that's that's not good. Yeah, yes, that is finally man managed to interrupt my train of thought and speech. We are, we are so professional, holy shit. Okay, we're good, we're good. Yeah, so let's do some RGL test pugs. I do honestly miss, like, the RGL pugs back when, like, they were smaller, you know? It was just kind of like going to a local inn. You'd see a lot of the yeah. same people, and had, like, a very nice feel back then, but... It's 
not necessarily like really RGL's fault. It was just part of the growing pains, yeah. Like kind part of going of back to you pains. saying it was impersonal, yeah. And like I don't know. I think pugs are like a good way to like give interest. Oh yeah, like, definitely. People having a place where they can go to pug is, I think, important. So, how do you feel about RGL pugs in the present day compared to the past? Uh, do you still play RGL Pugs? No, I have not in like two years or so. For me personally, it became so much less fun around like 2019 or so. The player base changed a lot, and I was just like, curious as to your own perspective on the matter. I know so you like I, ran a lot of the Pugs. I haven't really played Pugs since I stopped running them. And uh, when would that be for reference? Good god. Um... I've had to be, I think it was during 2021, because that was when I went to the hospital. Well, it would have been February. Uh, probably early 2021. Hmm, okay. And uh, you were an RGL admin for a bit, yeah? Or like at least a uh, pug admin? Uh, basically, yeah. I did, um, let me think. Yeah, I joined, um, I applied, like, twice to be a pug runner, and the second time I was accepted. Hmm. Uh, and then I went from pug runner to pug moderator, um, to pug admin. <laughs> the triathlon. Yes, I also did some other stuff, um, fucking spy. Um, oh, we got me. Okay, Let's do um, TF2 um I also, I, I had a certified TF2 moment, um. I did some other stuff too, like there was some I helped with one day cups. Um there was some I for one, like I helped someone uh where an admin stepped down and I ended up doing like a season's worth of like match scheduling. I have no idea which season it was now. Um <laughs> Fair I enough. did some other miscellaneous stuff. Um I helped with guides a little bit. I was on the graphics team for a bit. Hmm. So, what was it all like working for RGL? Oh, and I was head Discord moderator. Let's not oh, no. forget that. Uh, oh, no. You gotta tell me about some of this. What was it like? All these various positions. Any, like, interesting happenings? Good times and bad times? Those sorts of um, things. Pugs! Uh, pug, the pug stuff can be a lot of fun. Hmm. Um, it can also be a lot of work, because you have to... Um, when I did it, like, you had to do that for, like, a few a few hours of just wrangling everybody, getting the matches set, uh, making sure the matches were balanced, hmm. making the server behave, making sure the people behave. Um, And then there's, like, administrative stuff, like how the back-end changed. I'm not going to, like, I won't say too much about the back-end, but I will say, like, when I started, we were using a Google spreadsheet. Oh, no. Um, It had a custom script to, like, help with balancing and stuff. You know, I think and, I was um, there for that time period, yeah, for a little bit. You might have been. Ooh, got the medic. And um, when I left, they had a different, uh, better backend. So, what was your favorite position at RGL for like all the time and positions you spent working on it? Um, 
interesting question. I think being like a pug runner or like pug moderator or just helping out with the pugs, honestly. That's fair. Did it have like a very nice kind of like work culture there? Did it feel like you were a part of something bigger? Uh, it felt good to be a part of something. It felt good to help maintain a place where people could come and play. Right, especially for like good official league, yeah. And it was interesting to see like how people acted when they played, if that makes sense. <laughs> so let's talk about that a bit more. What was your like favorite sort of act pe thing that people did in pugs? Like the people, uh, favorite sort of behavior from them, I guess. It's hard to say because there's a lot of like things people do. Um, God, I'm a little bit tired. Um, what was the <laughs> name of that map? I can't remember the name of the stupid map. It has a pit at the end, not this one. Fair enough. Anyways, there was one payload map that would, like, surprise people a lot. Uh, Swiftwater? It wasn't Swiftwater, but, like, they think they get a bad time, and then they would turn out that, like, they'd cap it in the last second. Mm, I, I guess a lot of my favorite things is, like, teams that would, like, manage to do bad and then pull it back together. Hmm. And did you have a fun time just, like, constructing the teams, trying to balance things out? Uh, that... I wouldn't necessarily call that fun. I see. Uh. Um, did you do much in the way of, like, experimental maps, funny pugs, those sorts of things? Um, yeah, I mean... There were a couple of things I was in charge of wrangling, um, but one of the things I did was... I am convinced C CTF is a good comp format. Oh my god, that is a- that is a take right there. Uncle Dane yeah, wants to know your location. With that. Oh. <laughs> um. You've been exposed. <laughs> anyways, and I decided to see how it played on Prolander. How was it? Not good! Um. <laughs> not good, and I have the surveys to back it up. The, the stats, the data. Um, no, because one time I was like, could I try Prolander on CTF and Sigifu was in, in much nicer words. Um, that's a bad idea. <laughs> um, but he was like, but you can play test it if you want, and they did. Um. You have a fun time at least? It was... Mm. I mean, it was interesting. Hmm. That's fair. It reminds me of when I did a uh, RD asteroid pug. There was uh, quite a bit of discussion and drama that arose from that. <laughs> I was uh, filling in for some, ex for some experimental pugs. The people want wanted it, and I was like, sure. And uh, things happened. We at, uh, yeah. we at RGL love to innovate. And, uh, I'm not affiliated with RGL, by the way. I, I don't think either of us are affiliated with RGL. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, that's, that's... We just have to leave it, like, name. ominous, you know? Gotta leave people thinking, what did they do? Was it the asteroid incident? <laughs> but, um... Did you have any people you especially enjoyed working with on the staff team? Like, was it a pleasure working with Sigafu personally? Um, yeah, Sig Sigafu was great. Um... Shoot. He is he is a nice guy. 
Um, if I randomly curse or swear, it is the video game. Nothing related to what I'm actually talking about. Mm, um, Alright. I guess I'll believe you. But yeah, Stickafoo was nice. Um, constantly yachts. They're nice. Oh yeah, constantly. It's a great person. I remember yachts from the pug days. Do you have any uh, experiences with Stickafoo you'd like to talk about? Anything interesting? Um... Let me think. I feel like it's just like not something many people get to say that like they had that much interaction with Sigafu, at least not these days, from what I'd imagine. I think it's hard to say like a specific incident, but one thing I always appreciate about Sigafu is that he generally like has his staff's back, I guess. Yeah. You feel like you're always being supported kind of Yeah. That's good to hear. Um, I made a meme about this, um, which will not see the light of day, but no, I have made memes and sent them to Sigafu. <laughs> I, I, I remember some interesting Sigafu memes, yeah. Great guy, though. I really res like, we really respect the work he's done, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What was the Pug team like? Like, the uh, Pug staff team? appreciate like everyone on the pug staff team like it's not easy did you usually like work together ever like balance things together kind of share the workload um yeah that's nice yeah i feel like the schedule was pretty good it's um when we did that the schedule was a bit open-ended it was when like people were available to run and when they could do stuff right right i <laughs> That's definitely interesting. I feel like a lot of pugs like these days, or a lot of pugs in general, just aren't really as scheduled in comparison, and that was definitely an interesting difference when I like wor worked for RGL as a pug runner for a bit. Yeah, the goal was to just, you know, get enough people so that hopefully most of the days will be covered. Right. I mean, people are still people. Like, people get sick, stuff comes up, but... I remember I got, like, super anxious with the schedule, yeah. I think oh, that no. was one of the reasons why I dipped out eventually. I don't know, I can't do that a lot, though, to be fair. I can't just drift in and out. So, anyways. Would you say that RGL kind of overextended itself when they initially adopted Highlander and or Sixes? I don't know. It's hard to say, because, like, there are problems with UGC. I know you don't want to focus on the negatives, but, like, no, no, no. I mean, it's, it's definitely good to hear about them. And I think, like, people wanting the new Highlander League is understandable, honestly. Do you think RGL maybe, like, has made a bad impression, though, with Highlander? Do you think, like, they messed anything up initially? Um... Mm, that's a good question. That's fair. I wasn't as involved with the Highlander side. It's... Oh, I killed you. Hello. Gaming. Gaming. Um. I feel like it's hard to say about, like, the initial introduction of Highlander, just because I wasn't as involved, like, there was a part of me that, like, was like, eh, I don't want Highlander to be part of RGL, <laughs> just because I liked RGL being RGL. There are two uh, sides of you. RGL Prolander. RGL Highlander. But, like, 
like, if I were going to, like, because, like, look at when, like, around the time the Highlander started, um, you know, you had to look at who was, like, active in the league. Like, ESCA was still alive. UGC right. was doing this thing. Um, I think the other, what was it called? Um, Stidular's League was also kind of existing at the time. TFCL, yeah. TFCL was existing at the time, but, um, if I were going to look at all the options and, like, choose someone to, like, take over Highlander, it probably would be RGL. That's probably the league I would go up to and be like, hey, I want to do a thing. Uh, so, can you support me? Speaking of TFCL, do you have any interesting experiences with that? I feel like that's not something that gets talked about too, too much. Except for when Sedular makes, um, like, another I announcement. That's I don't fair. have a lot to say about TFCL. Um, I was on a no scrim team, a no scrim Highlander team in TFCL. Ah, interesting. And that, I mean, it was a no scrim team. It it went okay, but like, you know, that was fun. Um, I did ulti duo. So, what did TFCL do differently than UGC and RGL? I don't want to, like, besmirch the good name of Sidular. Um, I respect that. I have, I have no ill will with him. Um, up front, I will say it just felt like TFCL was not as well organized. And I also feel like part of it is, like, you have to, like, compete. You know? Because, like, it's not just enough to offer Highlander. You need to, like show why you're a better option than TFs than uh, UGC or RGL. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that def definitely makes sense. Uh, I I'm not sure if I regret my choice. I'm not sure if I regret my choice to leave in-game text on or not. Well. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's definitely interesting to just like hear about all these things. I personally wasn't really ever involved with like TFCO, like I didn't ever actually get around to playing it. Yeah, I mean it was it was fine. Yeah. Fair enough. Let's see. So what was released? Get back around to like the pug thing. What was your least favorite thing that like some of the pug player base consistently did? If I recall from my time there, there was just like some issues with people not wanting to play medic, people like always trying to play spy or the same class kind of. Yeah, giving people to like because there's like a few um class spots that they're just let me know if you could hear my cat nuzzling my mic, by the way. Um I can't, at least not right now. Okay. There's a few um class spots Classes that were just always popular, like Sniper, Scout, Spy. Mm, right. And then no one wants to medic. So, like, that was always a bit of a thing. How did you usually end up resolving it? Um, I don't know. I wish there was a smoother system. Because it basically boils down to, like, if you don't ready up in... Uh, like five minutes, we're going to can we're going to like redo the we're going to like just cancel the pug. Rupper forfeit whatever. Basically, yeah, and like if people aren't sharing classes, you have to be like, well, I'm sorry, you're not sharing classes, so you have to switch, and it's 
it's one of those things that's always been like, I wish there was a better way to do this or a way to convince people that like, for the general health of pugs, you need to sometimes do things you don't want to do. The hardest choices require the strongest of wills. That's definitely fair. Um, so, uh, how is Fifth these days? I am not really involved in Fifth much anymore. Um, it's due to personal reasons, but I guess I would just right. say that, like, um, like Fifth kind of changed over time, or I changed over time. Um, so that our, like, values weren't necessarily, I shouldn't say values, like, I just didn't feel like Fifth and I were in sync anymore, like, the community and me. Mm, right, like, sometimes people in communities just, like, drift apart, yeah, they grow and change. That's definitely yeah. fair. Okay. Let's see. Um, I know I said I wasn't going to talk about, um, um, the shaggy thing, but can I talk about it a little bit? Yeah, I feel like um, if you want to, it's perfectly fine. I'm not going to recount exactly what shaggy did. Um, if you want to know, go look up his band profile. Um, but it was inappropriate conduct with a minor, and that's it. Nothing more to say. Um... But I think, like, one of the hardest things was, like, like, immediately after um, the community, like, learned about this, I had to sit and moderate the Discord. Oh, yeah. And, and I imagine... people made a lot of, like, jokes about, like, what had happened. Right, and it, like, it seems kind of, like, haha funny to them, but then it's just, like, it doesn't really affect them as much, right? Like, they can just yeah. do that, but then it's, like, it, they don't... That Sorry. was, like, one of the hardest things, was, like, seeing people joke about, like, like, this is someone's life that had just had a terrible time. And I was having a terrible time, because that was someone I spoke with literally every day. Right, and it's just, like, they keep bringing you up, they keep pushing your buttons, and I feel like that's one of the things with, like, the competitive community, or at least, like, just in a lot of the more puggy circles. Like, it feels like people just love to keep pushing boundaries and buttons. And they never yeah. really, like, back down, and then they take any attempt at that as just, like, a challenge, you know? It's that, and then I think part of it is that, like, one person being a shithead, but, like, if you're working in, like, a moderator or even just a staff capacity, like, it's never just one person being a jerk. Right, there's it's like, like a group. Yeah, five. there's, like, 15 of them, and, like... Right, and it's really hard to just, like, punish all of them. It's hard, but it's also, like, like even if you do, like, by the time you punish three people for one thing, you get to the fourth person, and it's just... I think part of it was I would get kind of frustrated with, like, right. having to, like, repeatedly deal with people. No, I definitely get that. Like, I definitely relate to that with my own groups, and it's just, like, I feel like another part of that is that, like, the, pro the pressure never really alleviates. Like, it just builds up, right? Like, you ban people, and then their friends start, like, being problematic, or, like, just re refusing to, like understand where you're coming from right they just keep pushing yeah it's like and i think sorry I think part of what like... got me away from everything was like i was getting kind of snappy with people um oh i'm standing in a terrible spot but i was getting kind of snappy with people i think a bit unnecessarily in ways 
Um, and because, like I said, like, like by the fifteenth time someone makes the same joke, it's like I've had to deal with this fifteen times, and it's like. And it's very easy to, like, I think, look at the person who did the thing and be like, you, you are the, you are the cause of, like, all the problems in the world. But it's not. It's a toxic culture. Right. That people, I think, need to actively fight. But, like, after a certain point, it just gets exhausting. Right. It's like, I don't know, like, to some people who are a bit more distanced from the situation, like, it, it might seem, like, more like a haha joke, but then it's like... When they're kind of, like, posting those sorts of memes, when they're kind of, like, relating it to you because you also, like, do this sort of thing, right? You also moderate Discord or, like, you uh, run pogs, and it's just, like, yes, it is kind of meme-y, it'd be something like a Discord mod, right? But then if you're doing it for a league, like, there's actually a, ne- a-, a bit of a necessity for it, and people just treat you with, like, such disrespect, right? God, yeah. I am, if I never have to hear another Discord mods or pedo jokes, I can, like, die happy. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't really bother you until it's like, you have to have it, like, it personally starts affecting you. Then people God, just, like, I'm don't take a step close back. comments on my Steam profile after this. Um. <laughs> hey, they can all go to my comment section, it'll be a war zone. I'll call yeah, the Europeans would... and Australians and... Okay, maybe you not the Europeans the for this one. If you want to go be a shitlord on someone's profile, Blitztank. Yeah, I'm the target. As always. Is the moral obligation. So anyways, so yeah, at a certain point, it's like you'd love to you love to like keep contributing to keep doing your part, but at a certain point, it just like becomes too mentally overwhelming, yeah. And you just have to like take a step back and stop doing it, yeah. Yeah. To like, make a out. to make a long story short, I um ended up um in the hospital for a bit, um. And that was basically, like, when I decided to quit RGL. Right. Um. I wouldn't say the hospitalization was... Sorry, got distracted. Um, I wouldn't say the hospitalization was strictly related to RGL, but... It definitely didn't help, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of stress in my life, and, like, I sat down and looked at everything, and I was like, no, I, I don't think I can keep doing this anymore. Yeah, that's a bit of a dark topic, but I- I'm glad you're still around now. Yeah. So. You know, it's just, like, easy to joke about it all, but then it's just, like, it personally affects somebody, and it's just, like, really yeah. hard to just ignore that or act like it's to be joking about that sort of stuff, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, it's not just like that incidence, it's also like... Like, I used to maintain, like, Discord moderation for a bit. So, like, when people kept trying to, like, figure out inventive ways to go through the filter and stuff, like, I'd have to update that. Oh god, I remember the emotes. Remember it. Oh god, do you remember Cat Smirk? Yes. God, fucking cat smirk. There are some other ones that I will not mention by name. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's stuff like that. Yeah, and like a lot of the time people joke about it, but like 
they just keep pushing. So it's like, yeah, people like Discord mods get unreasonable. And it's like, I want to like, there is a there is a definite purpose to a league having a, like Discord mods and having it be like somewhat professional and accommodating to newer players and people who aren't into that sort of awful behavior. Yeah. It's just like, you just get ridiculed for endlessly. And then eventually, like, you just stop really being able to contribute to the community, and I feel like that's kind of one of the consistent issues we see. It's just so yeah. easy to get burnt out. So, I think you're saying. it's easy to get burnt out, and I think it's easy to, like, after you quit the League, like, a lot of people get really grumpy about the League. Mm, yeah. Hard to look back on it with good memories. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely important to just, like, hear the why from the people in question, yeah, to, like, be able to see it from their perspective, I'd say. And that was kind of, like, one of my inspirations for starting to do this. It, like, gives you a personal idea of it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it really is just, like, thankless work to, like, administrate to do things for the community here, but it's necessary all the same. It just... It is. It's just really easy to look at all the negative and never really see the positive as a result when you're looking back at it, yeah? I mean, I did enjoy, like, working for RGL, like... It is, you know, a very popular league. I got to work on something that, like, people enjoyed. Right. And it feels very rewarding and fulfilling, I'd imagine, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I guess it's sort of those things where it's like... It was a good time, but you don't really ever want to like go back to it unless it changes, right? Or at least like, most of it was a good time. I mean, there have been times where I'll see like RGL tweets or or a post that they're looking for people, and there's a little part of my brain that's like, oh, maybe, maybe. It's Same. Like, no. It's like, no, we're not doing that anymore. You haven't even played TF2 in months. No, we're not doing that. It also kind of sucks because it's like you. At a certain point, you start to be able to recognize that even if you do, like, come back and put yourself back in that situation, like, at a certain point, you're still just going to be, like, burnt out, and then you aren't going to be able to do much good anyways. Yeah. Especially after you've already, like, had those experiences before, unless something changes. I don't know. It's just really interesting to talk about, I don't feel like it really gets talked about enough. Oh, dear. Um, I think my internet might be acting up. Nope, it's the server. It's the server. Well, at least it's not my internet. No way. They killed Uncle. They 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 attacked Uncle Topia. No way. Hmm. So, what have you been up to recently? Um. Let's see. What have I been up to recently? Um. I've been making some progress in my personal life, and well, some of it is personal. I. I feel like I'm doing better than I was when I quit RGL. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, like, once you get distance from those situations, you can kind of, like, start to process it and kind of just, like, yeah, it, does, it, it, it doesn't hurt as much after enough time. But it's, like, the longer you kind of stay in those situations for, like, the more it's going to keep hurting, right, until you eventually do distance from it. Yeah. I've, I've also been drawing more. Um, that's fun. Um, voidshroom.art, V-O-I-D-S-H-R-O-O-M.art. I have stickers, pins on Etsy, magnets. Yeah, that's fair. I'm on I, will, 
I will bully Discord to, or I will bully Blizz Tank to put a link in the comment section. Oh. <laughs> Whoops, that's poor soldier. So, um I'm in uh, Chicago too, by the way, if you want to join attack defense too, you can actually just join off me on Steam, it's not very full. Okay. But um, um I think honestly, like that runs through about most of the questions I had in mind, if you want to just like chill, talk about random stuff for a bit. Okay. You got any questions for me? Uh, yeah, how did you get into podcasting? Uh, honestly, I just got kind of bored of like the content I was making, and I was like, I really just want to give people some perspective and just see where it goes, just like talk about competitive players with their competitive experience, kind of like give the community more awareness, tell people the stories like from the people themselves, because it's like, I feel like you just don't really learn about it through text that much. It's a lot easier to just like have it be drowned out when you're directly talking in text or like a biased source, yeah. And I feel like it's just interesting to have it be said in a more neutral place, kind of. And I feel like that's really the only ways for these communities to like start to progress, to just like come together and gain awareness on things, you know? I think when you only have like one voice sent giving a message, it's just super easy for it to get drowned out based off of like individual things, yeah. I don't know. I have a mix of those things, I guess. Honestly though, it's just something I'm, I really enjoy doing. It feels like this is a way to contribute to the community while also like enjoying myself, yeah. I guess mostly just that I kind of want to ramble on it a bit more, but I don't know what else I'd actually really like say that I haven't said already. Uh, I'm going to answer some questions no one asked. Uh, why did I change my name to Wolf Teeth? I was just kind of tired of, I mean, it's been my Discord name for a while, but I changed my RGL name to it and my Steam name to it. Because, like, I would go in servers and people would be like, oh my god, is that the real Darcy? And, like, no, it's the fake Darcy. I'm sorry. <laughs> fake Darcy parentheses isn't real. I I got banned from um, RGL uh, chat once for that. Because my, <laughs> my, uh, my um, stream is the real Darcy. And I was in a voice chat with an admin friend, um, not saying who, to protect the guilty. Of course, of course. And um, they were like, oh, is that... And I said something in chat, and they were like, wait, is the real Darcy, is that you? And I was like, no, it's not me, because that's the joke everyone makes. <laughs> and they banned me, and I was like, wait, that, that was me. And they were like, but Dar you said it wasn't. I was like, that's the joke. Sounds like 1984. I I do not think so. Apparently what had happened is earlier someone had um come in impersonating RGL staff members hmm. with well, like the real dot 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 name, so Well you see the Darcy thing people do if they have time. Yes, we love our trolling. But well you don't understand, Darcy, right? It's that uh -huh. you're not a TF two player if you don't say literally any administrative action is nineteen eighty four. Um Oh, I guess I'm not a TF2 player. You heard it here. Darzy does not play TF2. No, I play a lot of Killing Floor 2 now and City of Heroes. AF2. Okay, so what was your reaction when 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 this when this Blizz Tank guy was like, 
Hey, do you want to be interviewed? What was going through your mind? Were you like, oh god, oh fuck, this guy is a criminal? Um, fuck, even? I was mostly like, why? But <laughs> I will talk about TF2. Gaming. Even if I don't play TF2, like, I love TF2. We love TF2. Any more questions to ask and answer yourself? Um. Yes. How was moderating Twitch for the Highlander Grand Finals? Oh, Terrible. Thank you for oh, asking. Oh dear God, no! I'm sorry for you. Um. Yeah. In general, my thoughts boil down to, don't be toxic. Um, so, okay, I, I, do, I do actually have another one for you. Yes. So a lot of the time, it's like you get disrespect for, like, a mission in TF2, right? Like, it's rather thankless, but uh, were there any, like, particular times where it felt like people were really, like, rewarding or appreciative of your work? Um... I guess it's just whenever pugs, like, actually went well. Like, that always felt really good to have happen. Or, like, when people would be like, why are there no pugs? And I could be like, guess what? Pugs. Pugs. Why not? What was your longest RGL pug session? How many did you do? How long did it last? An hour? Oh, God. I think there was like times when I hosted pugs for three or four hours a couple uh, times. Kind of reminds me of when I ran pugs from like 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. one day. Why? Yes. That was one of those things where people would be like, pugs are ending, but it's early, and it's like, I I've been here for three hours. Unfortunate. So, um, are you that in the loop? about, like, current Highlander happenings? If so, do you have any thoughts? Uh, I'm not really that in the loop, much of the loop about current. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough, then. Don't really have much to ask you on that matter. But, uh, how do you feel about constantly as RGLE show head admin now? Uh, constantly is a good guy. Did you say Highlander head admin? Or yeah, like Highlander. Head admin? Highlander? Yeah, constantly is a good guy. Uh, I think he has a level head on his shoulders, so... Alright, that's pretty nice to hear, pretty good to hear, yeah. Uh, how did Highlander and RGL feel compared to Highlander and UGC? Um, what you did play? That's a tough question. Yeah, that one kind of slipped my mind earlier. It's a really important one, though. Major skill The other sniper is laughing at me. You should laugh at them back. Do I even have... I'm not sure I have the shot in Troya. Unfortunate. Anyways, as you were saying. Um, I guess it felt a little bit more organized, if that makes sense. Did you see RGL? Uh, you, RGL felt more organized. Mm, yeah, like more broken down by division. Smaller... Uh, yeah. Smaller yeah. divs, more divs. 
how did it actually feel as like a player though like there is their like organization from an administrative standpoint but how did it feel to play in comparison what's there like a noticeable difference um i'm not sure there was that much of a difference I felt like it was a bit easier to, like, reach out for RGL for, like, League stuff, but that might just be because Discord pro proliferated by then. Right. Okay, so moving on from that question, um, do you have any, like, community servers you favorite these days? Um, I'm just dipping my toes back into TF2 for a bit, because, like, I've been playing a lot of Killing Floor 2 and some City of Heroes. Um, and then I was like, you know, TF2 was good, I should play it some more. That's fair. Um, and I have discovered I have forgotten how to do everything. Um, gaming. Gaming. That is all. But yeah, I don't know, I've been thinking, I might like stream TF2 some more. Hmm, that could be definitely fun, yeah. Might hop yeah. in sometime with you. Yeah. stream or like twitch will take away my subscription button you are releasing subscriber um I, I don't know if twitch will take away my subscription button or how that works probably. but um i feel like you need to like keep affiliate status or something so yeah. um let's see here. do community servers feel different these days compared to the past like did it feel like community server cult like server culture has like changed that much um, I would say, um, the Meet Your Match update had a pretty big in difference. Um, because a lot of traffic, like, gets gets going to Valve servers instead of community servers. Which is, I don't know. Hmm. That's definitely I fair, yeah. So it's like a lot of the more niche community servers kind of just, like, died out? Yeah, I mean, they're definitely struggling with population, I think. Right. Did you have, like, a favorite server or anything that... That has uh, died out. Um. Oh God, what were they called? There's a few things I miss, like that kind of died out. Um, like a lot of the weird stuff, like had more of a population back in the day, like right. Wars. That yeah, reminds that me of Gmod. Like a lot of the, a decent few of the more niche shoulder game modes died. Like, so, like Freda, for instance, with the newest Gmod version. Or like Gmod 13, now if it's newest anymore. But uh, that's definitely um, fair, yeah. When I first joined, like, started looking around for community servers um, before I joined up with 5th, there was this really nice community server that was like, I can't remember the exact name, but like, Sandwich was in there somewhere. Crit Sandwich and Network? He... What was that? Crit Sandwich Network, CSN? Nope, not them. Hmm, nice. Different. This would have been like in 2010, I think. Um, It was oh, a no, fairly I... old community but like it had very nice people oh no i feel like that was a server chain for a while but i don't know yeah well it may be but it's not the one i'm thinking of that's fair this wasn't a chain it was just one little community or maybe server. it was just one i don't know not a chain whatever um another uh, fun thing is i got to see like the brony invasion uh, oh okay you got you gotta explain this what do you mean what is the brony invasion what did it happen it, just give the details um, so back in, was it 2011? Whatever, back in the near distant past, at some point, a new My Little Pony show came out called Friendship is Magic. Um, it was very popler amongst both girls and, ner and nerds. 
Um, <sighs> I've watched it. I maintain it is a genuinely funny, well-animated show. I would not recommend it unless you already like animation. Okay. So uh, how did it affect the servers, though? Um, it didn't so much dis affect the servers as, like, the whole internet. Like, everywhere you went, there were bronies. Let's see. Bronies. Like, you joined a server, there were bronies. You joined another server, there were bronies. Gmod as well, yeah. You joined the server, the server was owned by bronies. Bronies. Bronies everywhere. Like, even Fifth had bronies. Nice. Like, no one was safe. There were just ponies everywhere. Hmm. Alright, well, there are there any, like, uh, closing thoughts or things you want to say? If not, I think it's about time to wrap this one up, because we've been going for an hour and eight minutes. Okay, um, my cat is very cute. Yes, as shown at the start, Ponks, amazing. Best cat. Yes. Onks uh, is the official cat of the Cats and Hats podcast, the, uh, you know, 50 viewer best TF2 podcast, so professional, you love this. Sponsored by the China National TF2 team, of course. Uh, I, I will tell her she has the honor of being the official cat. Yes, she needs to get the t-shirt as well. I'm not sure. She does have a kitty sweater, I can put her in that. Okay, make sure it's like red, though. Um, it's pink. Close enough. Okay. Well, that will be all for the interview. I would uh, I'd sometimes yeah. just talk about like casual stuff, other things for a bit, but uh, I feel like we've kind of covered that yet. Uh, thank you for listening. If you got this far, I, I appreciate you.